My name is John Chaffin. I am an employee of BNSF Railway Company. The thoughts and opinions expressed are mine and do not necessarily represent the views of BNSF. I am not an official representative for the company nor do I speak on their behalf. Prior approval was requested and granted through the company's corporate relations department in compliance with BNSF's social media policy. Now, enough with the bullshit. Let's get down to business. is going on guys and girls welcome to tonight's episode so we're gonna have a little bit of a rant session here and then we got a little bit of information to update everybody on and we're gonna go from there so before we get started you can now find the audio only podcast of these videos on rss america and spotify we'll put the links for both of those down below in the description it's free to check out. I know a lot of you guys have asked for Spotify and something else just to have the audio version of things. Well, we made it happen, and it's down there in the link below. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Leave us a comment. If you like what we're saying, don't like what we're saying, things like that. Love to hear from you. And later, either this week or next week, we'll announce the giveaway for the 1000 sub giveaway video it'll be a live video uh taylor and i decided we're going to do an amazon gift card and uh we'll go from there you do have to be present and in the live chat to win you must be subscribed and our little friendly night bot which i know a lot of you guys already love will pick a winner from those that have commented in the chat so start things off guys i'm gonna say hang in there we're still in this fight a lot of things are happening it looks like the unions uh are really coming out to play here the blet and smart union they're uh they're making some moves and quite honestly i'm i'm real excited about what's uh what's going on here with that said i'm not a lawyer and uh, I don't speak lawyer. And I think we've kind of established that. But you know what, guys? You know, I, if you're not a railroader and you're watching this, I hope you understand and are learning about what's actually going on right now. People are tired, broken, exhausted, and even desperate. You know, and the the people that are calling the shots have never truly from what i've been told and what i understand have actually done this job on the ground there's nobody from the craft they're all business people and with that said how can you actually expect to run a railroad if you never railroaded before going out there with shiny boots and shoes and shaking a few hands every now and then is not railroading 
you know, I, I got to point out something here, which what I thought was really, really cool is DoorDash CEO implemented just back in December a policy that requires everybody in the company to go out and deliver food one shift per month. And his, uh, his reasoning behind it was simple. How can you get back and understand a product that you're selling to people or provide a service to people if you don't actually understand the service from actually doing it? Let me show you, show you what I mean here. So this CEO implemented this and a lot of people were pissed off. Like, I mean, they were freaking irate, man. All right. So here's what I'm talking about right here. I want you guys to check this out. CNN broke this story. I don't know if they broke it, but they actually wrote one, an article on this back December 29, 2021. So it's very recent. And it made headlines for the simple reason people were pissed off that they had to leave their cushy office job. Of, I, I think this one deal I saw this guy was making like $300,000 a year as an engineer. And he didn't, he didn't feel like he should have to actually go out there and work and experience and see his product and the work he's doing on this app in play and actually get out there and do things. So people are pissed. They felt like it was below them to leave their cushy office job to go out there and actually work where the money is made in the company. And uh, like I said, people were... You know, people were pissed off. And it says right here, as the company grew, the founders wanted everyone to experience different parts of the product so we could get closer to our audiences and understand the pro how the product works. Now, guys, this is coming down from the CEO of this company. Why do I say that? Because, you know, DoorDash, it's a big company. It's a big deal, like Uber Eats and things like that. Um... And how can you actually understand how your company is working and, you know, the, how the changes are actually being played out? Because let, let's just be honest here. Everybody knows that if you're sitting up at the top and you pass down a policy, anybody that's really been in management, it never actually plays out in the field the way you hope it does. Because that's just not the way things work. And if you're not out there in the field actually understanding and seeing how things work from the people actually doing the job, you're living in a you know fantasy land. That's all there is to it. And you know that's what we're seeing with all these rail carriers right now. Not just BNSF, but all of them. And that is creating policies and passing them down the line without being in the field to actually see how things are coming to play, what works, what doesn't. I mean, guys, all these class ones right now are making record profits and massive salaries. Massive, massive salaries. Not just in the form of a yearly salary, but bonuses and stocks and use of a company jet or a train and all these things and their attendance policies don't even nearly reflect what we got to do. I'm not saying that high viz 
or any other points policy is appropriate for, you know, upper management. But I guarantee, I would almost bet money the majority of the people that work in any of these corporate offices, hands down, got to have Thanksgiving off, you know, Easter, holidays, Father's Day, you name it. I bet the majority of corporate was not at work. Just my guess here. But I'm not going to go sit outside the uh, corporate headquarters of any class one and uh, see for myself. It's not worth my time to do that. Because apparently I'm not worth their time either. So, you know, all I'm trying to say here is that while these people have never truly done this job or come from the craft, probably much ever, I mean... I'm sorry, I've seen a couple of company officials and I've been around where other class one officials are in their respective yards and I happen to be there. And I don't see these people mingling and asking questions of the people on the ground. I see them go straight for the terminal superintendent or the manager's office or the train master's office. I don't see that. And that's directly reflected, and I'm going to use this as an example, in these court documents that are being filed by by BNSF, they keep referring to the data, the data, the data, the data, the data reflects. Well, guys and girls, we're the data. That's how these companies look at us. We're the data. The data is not, a, you know, behaving appropriately. So what do we do? We're going to make these record profits. We're going to have these massive salaries and we're going to talk so much good on our employees just to have them put their boots on our neck and wave at the American public and smile. That's exactly what's happening. And so, I mean, and it's ridiculous. And all this has been going on during the pandemic. Guys, railroaders showed up during the pandemic. They made sacrifices at home to go do their jobs because they know that America depended on them to get shit done. All right. These shareholders can't take credit for it. Upper management can't take credit for it. Because the ones that showed up to actually get these trains done were the carmen, the mechanics, you know, trainmen, engineers, conductors. All right. They showed up to actually get the trains moving. All the while, we're getting shoved into tiny little SUVs and minivans, four or six guys in there with drivers that are just as exhausted and overworked as we are in the middle of a pandemic. But, hey, we're going to throw everybody in an SUV, you know. And then on top of that, we need time off. We need to take our layoff days. We get threatened, harassed. We, I mean, during the pandemic, I can't count how many times... I've seen people been tested, some of them pretty shady ways. I got tested numerous times myself, and that's fine. That's that, that's type of the deal, but we don't need the harassment. We showed up to make things happen, and we're constantly under threat with our jobs being held over our head all the time. And so, you know, people are tired. We want to go to work. We want to be able to take care of our family. And take care. taking care of our family is much more than just 
showing up to work. We still have to be at home a reasonable amount to take care of our families. And that's all I'm going to say on that for right now. So, anyways, guys, if you're tuning into this, you know, for the first time, you're not a railroader. We're asking for your support. Share these videos. Subscribe to the channel. Help us out. Help get the word out there. This is a big deal. We need your support because we love going and doing our jobs. We love being on trains. We love moving freight. But it's getting to the point or, uh, you know, just correction. Let me just correct that. It is to the point where we are, we are being threatened with our job or our family. There's no middle ground anymore. So with that said, just quick update on things. So the TRO is still in play. Guys, that's still in place. I don't see that really going anywhere. All right, guys. So I'm not going to cover all the documents that come out. I'm not a lawyer. But what I do understand is that the company has made a move to extend the temporary restraining order. Some motions have been filed. Some arguments have been made. Some counter arguments have been made. And the unions have uh, have come out on the ball field and they're, they're ready to rock and roll. Lots of evidence from the unions have been put into play and it's it's promising even if we, this doesn't rule in our favor the fight's not over has set themselves up for the long haul not just for this single court case um, i don't know exactly what they have planned but they're they're playing hardball and, and me personally i'm happy to see that so We'll get more into that here in a minute. Uh, I just want to touch base on that if you're going to be posting to social media, because a lot of people have been talking and commenting and sending messages that they've been contacted, you know, by somebody in HR, or upper management, whatever. I don't know who or what's doing it, but in telling people because you did not get written permission for one or two of the policies that you can't say anything on social media regarding this you can't talk to media outlets etc guys and i've also read some articles where these people are saying hey it's my first amendment right blah 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 you can say and do whatever you want i've talked to several lawyers including bill uh some lawyers that i know that there are numerous court cases where a person that works for a company that speaks to a media outlet is not covered under First First Amendment protections. Okay. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but I have a lot of people who are and understand this, this rule and this law. Guys, play safe. All right. If you're going to do that, reach out to the company. Play by their rules. Don't jeopardize your job as best you can we need everybody in this fight so one of the things that i really enjoyed seeing this week was a joint letter that smart td and blet put out to the department of transportation and department of labor secretaries in short you can find this whole thing i'll leave another link for this down in the comment the whole thing to this is that the unions have asked the federal government, these two entities, 
to specifically look into not just BNSF, but all class one carriers attendance policies. Guys, that's an awesome move. I love it. So, you know, hang in there, guys. We need everybody staying in this fight, hands down. Now, regarding how that letter to the secretaries actually works, I don't know. I don't know if that's an official thing. That's just a request. I don't know how all those kinds of things means. I'll reach out to some people and see if I can learn a little bit more about that process and when we might hear more about that. So, um, I thought that was a brilliant move. You know, I've said from the get-go, this is a much bigger deal than just us, hands down. This is something that affects all railroaders that are under draconian type of attendance policies. And with that said, here in the next couple of days, I'm going to have a, a video. I'm going to do another podcast and it's going to be directed at CSX. Why? Because I've had some people reach out to me and these guys need to have their story shared, but they can't. Because CSX is drowned in FMLA violation lawsuits. We'll cover that more on that deal. So Bill Youngbauer made a post on his Facebook giving a whole breakdown of everything. I'm not going to cover it all because I don't understand it all. And it's a very long read. So go over to his Facebook page if you want to check that out. Guy's energetic. He wants to see us win. And he understands this stuff better than I do. And right now he's the only lawyer that wants to come speak to us. So go check out Bill. He, uh, like I said, he gave a, a good rundown. Going to close out here. want to tell you guys, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for helping grow this channel. If you could give us a thumbs up, a like, and a subscribe. Help get the word out there. Stay safe, stand strong, and we'll catch you on the next one.